Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. When John Madden passed away suddenly this past Tuesday, December 28th, we didn't just lose a coaching grade, and we didn't just lose a broadcasting grade. No, it was far more important than that. We lost just a flat-out great human being, one that many, many in today's business and media could learn a thing or two from. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. But first off, uh, before I get into the big man, John Madden, let me say to everybody out there, a happy and healthy new year. I want nothing but good things and good health for all of you and your families in 2022. And certainly in this time that we're living in with the pandemic, with vaccines and masks and whatever, whatever your viewpoint is, I don't really care. Let's just everybody stay healthy use common sense, and get along. Having said that, now I'll get into the big man. First of all, it was so ironic that John Madden, uh, they run this all, Fox did, on Christmas Day, the old Madden documentary, which was not good. It was just spectacular for so many reasons. I mean, it captured the man, it captured his feelings, it captured how people felt about him. Uh, You know, I had the pleasure of just bumping into him a couple of times at the old Giant Stadium. Uh, Once was in the elevator. Uh, But, you know, know, me being in the business, you know, you kind of like, it's all kind of part of the same fraternity. Uh, you know, but, but John Madden was on a level all by himself, all by himself. He, to me, he was king of the mountain. He was great. Not good. Great. Uh, he had a brilliant coaching career, a brilliant broadcasting career, but I, I thought it was nice that what was captured was just what kind of terrific person he was. Like, to me, it was emotional watching it. And I was glad that I DVR'd it because then three days later, he dies. Suddenly. You know, and actually, when I first heard that he had passed away, I said to myself, hmm, I wonder if they knew, if they put this together knowing that he was in poor health or something. But, you know, apparently that wasn't the case. It was just a sad coincidence that John Madden passed away December 28th at the age of 85 years old. I'm, I'm telling you, I grew up with this guy. You know, he was... a. You know, I I think a lot of people, you know, I kind of remember back in the day, especially here in New York, 
you know, I wondered if young people at the time who weren't baseball fans knew anything about the great Yankee Clipper Joe DiMaggio, because a lot of people knew him as Mr. Coffee, because that's he used to, you know, uh, promote that. He was a spokesman for it here in New York. And you wonder if young people really had a chance to appreciate or to know what kind of great football coach John Madden was. I mean, first of all, he became a head coach at 32, left at 42. During a 10-year coaching career, he had a record of 103 wins, 32 losses, and seven ties. He's also a Super Bowl champion. And what he was known for that I can recall was, you know, his Raider teams, you can call them wackadoos. They might have, nuts. Remember Otis Sistrunk? Big black guy, bald dome, top of his head, and didn't pl- play in college. And they said, no, he went to the um, University of Mars. <laughs> but he had those kind of people, and the Ted Hendrixes and the Kenny the Snake Stablers. He, he, he had characters on his team. And they weren't choir boys either. But you know what? They all played for him. They all showed up for John Madden. He could relate to people. And you, you had a greater understanding how he related as a coach when you got to see him later on in life as a broadcaster. He had a great ability to relate to people, to make anybody feel like a somebody. That, that, to me, is the mark of someone very, very special. The ability to just talk to anybody. And, and then he decides to leave the business, the coaching business, and he subsequently gets... Why did he leave the coaching business? Because he couldn't take flying. He was claustrophobic. He couldn't take it. So he gave up a very, very, very successful coaching career to do something else. And he became a broadcaster. And then he was traveling by trains because he didn't want to fly. So he subsequently subsequently came up with the bus and then we had the Madden Cruiser and the rest was history. But, you know, there was so many things that he did. You know, his old Madden teams, uh, his on Thanksgiving, the Turducans, the, 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 you know, he changed the way, you know, people spent Thanksgiving. You, you know, when I was growing up, there used to be a game, not, there wasn't three games on, it was like the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. And that, but that was, a you know, your Thanksgiving tradition. What became a tradition was John Madden on Thanksgiving. And, and, and but what always struck me was, his ability, he just had fun. And and believe me, he knew as much about football as anybody. As anybody. You know, you know, people get labels, this guy's a genius, that guy's a genius. He was as smart as anybody. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't take himself too seriously. 
He didn't make like he was splitting atoms. He didn't make like it was rocket science. And he didn't make like he was better than anybody else. And that's a trait far, far too many people forget about when they reach a high level of success. It's like they forget where they came from. And he was one of those remarkable guys. Listen, when I was growing up, um, Howard Cosell was the man. I mean, Howard Cosell, to me, was, whether you liked him or didn't like him, was must-see TV. You wanted to hear what Howard Cosell would say. Because Howard Cosell would say he'd tell it like it is. Madden was just this great, big, gregarious guy who you could talk to, and he would talk to you. And if you noticed, whenever he did his broadcasts, okay, whenever he did it, especially with Pat Summerall, he just, it could be Summerall, Al Michaels, it didn't matter. He, he made you feel like he was talking to you. He never spoke, talked down to you. And that, to me, was one thing that Cosell always did. And I'm not putting Cosell in, in his, um, in Madden's class as a, an analyst. You know, Howard was Howard. Uh, and Howard was great. I'm taking nothing away from Howard. But Howard loved himself too much. I was very fortunate to, uh, early on in my career, I was working up at City TV in Toronto. And I guess, not I guess, Howard was up there doing some kind of speaking engagement. And uh, the, the, the the guy running, the PR guy running the, it was some charity running it, asked, called me up and said, would, would I send a camera over to shoot it and this and that? And if I would, he'd get me a sit down with Howard Cosell. I said, wow, great. Subsequently, I sat down with him and did like a two-part interview. But what I remembered about sitting with Howard and here I am, you know, like, I'm like, I'm excited. I think it was my second year in the business. I'm sitting with Howard Cosell. I mean, he's from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. You know, we're sitting talking. And all he did was talk about himself. I mean, I'm interviewing him. But, you know, it, it was, I didn't need him to tell me how great he was. And I wasn't the first guy he did that with. But that's what I walked away with. I said, okay. You know, and I was very happy with my interview. Shook his hand, goodbye. But I was not impressed. I ran into John Madden in an elevator. He had a few people with him. You know, I guess the broadcast crew and what. It was a simple hello, how you doing? Going up in the elevator. I was impressed. Because it wasn't like I was interrupting him. I mean, it, it was just like, oh yeah, you're, this guy's a human being too. I'm going to say hello to him. And if you watch the All Madden show, the, uh, that's what you captured. He was a real guy. He was a real, what I call, see to me, that's a man's man. Who's not worried about it? Listen, the guy made a shitload of money. All right, I mean, at the time when when 
when Fox signed them, it was at that time four years, thirty-two million dollars. I mean, eight, are you kidding me? Eight million dollars a year was unheard of money. I mean, listen, between that and and the, the Madden football, I mean, you know, he left this. He left his family, kids, grandkids, and their kids all very well healed. But he was just. He had this ability just to, again, be a regular guy and not take himself too seriously. And and for lack of a better term, he never walked around like he didn't think his shit didn't stink. And the reason I say that, of course, in the business, and that's why I said that in the opening about many today could learn a thing or two from People in the business, including people who do games, and I'm not getting into all mentioning names and this and that, because there are a lot of people today in the business who are very, very good, exceptionally good, terrific at what they do. Terrific. Um, You know, quite frankly, one of them, I think, is Joe Buck. Excellent. Excellent guy. Uh, But... You know, he he's like the guy who drives the bus. He's he's not the analyst. But there are a lot of great analysts too. There are a lot of good people in the business. But there are also a lot of people in today's business. I'm a freaking star. I make a boatload of money. I'm this and that, and my crap doesn't stink. And and there are so many people who think they're above it all. And it's not just the electronic media. Because I see it in the print media all the time. All the time. Well, I, I, you know, my word is the last word. I cover this team, so I have all the answers. And if I don't like somebody, I'm going to go after them. And I've seen it in all sports. I've seen it in every sport. In football, basketball, baseball, hockey, all sports. I've seen it in all sports. And that's what always impressed me, what always impressed me about John Madden. Because John Madden was bigger than life. I mean, he when he was talking football, he spoke football. And he knew what he was talking about. But he didn't make like, oh, I'm the last word. I'm John Madden. I have the old Madden team. He just had fun with it every day. And you know what? Some of these people hadn't figured out, if you watched all the people who were interviewed, all the stars from the Troy Aikmans to the um, Lawrence Taylors to the Brett Favres, how they revered him. Why? You know, a lot of the players in the business, they laugh what some of the announcers say and what some of the media critics and people say. They laugh at him. They revered him. Why? Because he mentioned their name? No. Because he was one of the guys. Not that he hung out with them, but that's how he acted. He acted as one of the guys. And I had full intentions of talking today about, you know, it's the last two weeks. Uh, it's, this, this is the second to the last week. 
uh, of the football season, next weekend's games, wrap it up, of the regular season. And you know what? When when Madden passed away, and, and after I watched it, and I was so glad I DVR'd it because after he passed away, I watched it again. And I'm not going to lie, I was choked up watching it. You know, you're looking at a man's life, and you were watching him watch people tell him what he meant to them. It's very, very special. I mean, to, to be looked upon from your peers, and that's how he treated people, peers, equals, it doesn't get better than that. You know, you know I, I, I'm not coming up with some brand new idea that, boy, somebody ought to try this out, but too few people today try this out. In a world where every, you know, first of all, you hear me say it in the media all the time. We don't want it. People in the media, by and large, that's how it's changed. Back in the day, people wanted to be right rather than be first. Of course, you wanted to be first and right. But today, I just want to be first. I'll take my chances on being right. So they'll throw shit up against the wall and hope it sticks. It's just... As I said earlier, broadcasters, media, and and you know what? It's not even in this business, in life. I don't care if you're a successful banker, whatever the hell you are. I don't care if you sell pencils or race cars or airplanes or what have you. Be a human being. I mean, this guy went from the ground floor up. He almost got his PhD in education, so he was no dummy. It, it, but has anybody figured out all these geniuses today? Why this guy? Maybe they'll get some ideas why he was such a great uh, business guy and marketing guy. Why people flocked to him? Why? Cause realness counts. People know a phony. People know a phony. Realness counts. And John Madden was as real as real can be. I I mean, I'll, I'll tell you. His passing took me down memory lane. Took me down memory lane. And uh, when when I think that I was fortunate enough to be able to listen to him, to watch him, to be in the same business of him as him and, and bump into him two times. That was great. I, I, I can't ever remember a broadcast where I walked away saying, what the hell was he talking about? Or what the hell was this? No. You always wanted to hear Madden. He made watching a football game fun. How many times have you heard, oh, shit, I don't want to listen to this guy. When, I'm, when they're on, I turn on the radio. That wasn't the case when John Madden was calling a game. I can tell you that. So, as I said, we didn't just lose a great football coach. We didn't just lose a a great broadcaster, we just lost a flat-out great 
human being. Guys like John Madden are very, very, very hard to replace. May he rest in peace. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do that on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Now I'd like to thank my home here at Believe.com because I've said it to you several times, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, I want to thank... You the people out there, because without you the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week, everybody. And once again, a very happy and healthy New Year to you and your families. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.